you've arrived at episode 114. After listening to this show and going on the journey of health discovery, you may be at the point that you're thinking, I must make a change with sugar. I need to get off sugar. I'm addicted to sugar. And to save my life, I must make a change. It's feeding my obesity. It's feeding my diabetes. It's feeding my brain fog. It's destroying my energy levels. Or even worse, it's feeding my cancer. It's shaving off years of my life completely. On today's episode, we talk about the struggles that you may be having or the situations that you might be in along with how different triggers and psychological manipulative marketing can lead us astray and how we can, of course, flip the switch on sugar. So let's get into the episode, which is all about sugar freedom. Let's go. Welcome to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. You've tuned in because you want to start taking your health seriously, so you don't, well, get sick and die. Here we talk all things health, nutrition, and human optimization. Let's jump into it with your host and resident scientist, Maddie Lansdowne. What's up, my healthy friends? Lovely to find myself inside your ear holes for another interview episode of the show. It's my mission to coach 250 individuals to create the sustainable, healthy life that you truly want by the end of 2021. Remember, we're going bigger and better this year. So today's guest and I both found ourselves being a part of the Quit Sugar Summit in early 2020, which was a huge online event and a big shout out thanks to Danny and Mike, what legends. And today's guest and I were both on the recent 2021 Quit Sugar Summit as well, where becoming regulars. <laughs> so the question is, which guest is it? Dun dun. <laughs> we have with us Jen Eden whom is a well-known sugar addiction expert, founder of the Sugar Freedom Method, author of Woman Unleashed, and regular contributing health expert on Channel 12 News, Long Island. Jen's zone of genius is teaching women how to get rid of cravings, stop dieting, and live a life that you love. Her expertise is in simplifying the complex and delivering results that are long-lasting. And don't feel that we're not talking about you too, fellas, because 100% you will get something out of this too. So Jen gathered her wisdom from healing herself of sugar addiction and gastritis. And I know a few of the listeners have reached out about gastritis. So this is definitely for you too. So in her 20s, Jen suffered from sugar addiction and gastritis. And then via the 16 plus years of coaching women all around the globe, she's acquired this knowledge and wisdom and skills and talent for helping people get off sugar. Her expertise, particularly, is simplifying all the dietary confusion out there, and we know there's a shit ton of that, and delivering real sustainable results, which totally relates to the ethos over here on the potty. So Jen is also the founder of Unleash Your Inner Boss, a certified coach program for women who had such amazing results after learning the sugar freedom method, they wanted to go out and teach other women how to have the same success that they did. And also, this amazing woman is a mum of three kids and for much of the last 12 months, alongside her husband Joe and the kids, she sold her house in New York and went traveling around the US for over 12 months in an RV. And after such a massive adventure, has recently settled back down into a new home. So, Jen, welcome to the show. Oh, Maddie, that intro. I was like, who is that person? Wait, it's me. <laughs> what a cool chick. She's done a lot of stuff. She sounds like a legend. <laughs> She's not even 50 yet. Amazing. <laughs> Thank you for that. So amazing. So much truth to what we're going to talk about today. 
helping people. Yeah, awesome. So we connected via Quit Sugar Summit. Like you're a big fan or connected with Mike, right? Oh, you know, when you share the same mission the way you and I do, it's just, yep. it makes sense. So I think it's my fourth or fifth year. Um, yeah, awesome. Just, yeah, good people find good people, as you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I'm a big fan of uh, the Quit Sugar Summit and being involved with Danny and Mike. It's, yeah, it's so amazing. But I'd love for you to share with the listeners um, what, you, what drew you to do this work on helping people get off sugar. Like what were the highs and the lows of the journey that led right. you here today? Like why would I ever want to be the most unpopular person at a party <laughs> when they ask, <laughs> totally. hey, what do you do for a living? Uh, <laughs> everybody drops their glasses. Um, <laughs> so... And I know people listening will absolutely relate to the fact that when you've struggled and had so much sickness and illness and anxiety and near ulcer, and for me, not knowing in my younger years and my teen years that eating two rows of Oreos isn't normal and being able to eat a half gallon of ice cream because you feel almost stressed out isn't normal, but you look okay till, you know, your late teens into your 20s. And then you start to figure out that no one really knows what's going on. It's your job to figure it out yourself and really heal yourself. And so when I did that and I kind of put myself back on the map with the addiction qualities of sugar and being only able to eat it when I want it and my body in my 40s looking and feeling its best and not ever having anxiety anymore, you, you have to like pitch Oprah on that, which I did. It, it, it's too good. And, you know, it doesn't just come from reading books. It comes from personal experience yep. and figuring out for yourself, taking all the little bits and pieces, right, of what experts out there say and then going, well, that didn't work. That didn't work. And then figuring out how to teach others how to make it work for themselves individually. And so that's where the method came from, the Sugar Freedom Method. Um and I can't stop talking about it because so, <laughs> it works. Yeah, I think it's so amazing when practitioners have been where their client is. Like, and that's something that I actually have not done. So I, I ended up in this, uh, in this space predominantly out of anger at the system. Like Because I'm working in a hospital and, and I, once I realized that you know, cause of death was often related to consumption of pharmaceutical drugs and then I realized that the like Western medicine doesn't deal with causation and doctors don't learn about nutrition or sugar or vegetable oils. And so I actually ended up in this whole space out of frustration and I was like, they're lying to you. Like, and so I actually didn't come via the route of being the actual client. So, but I think it's so powerful when like your journey, you can relate to being your client and having had those struggles. And so I'm really curious, like for most of your clients, when you work with them, where are they at on that journey? And, and potentially the people listening too, like, where are they usually at before they think I got to I got to change something? Hundred percent. I just want to add and say I totally relate to being angry. I'm an <laughs> angry, happy person. Like I do this work and I won't stop doing it because I'm so frustrated yep. and angry that we're duped all the time by totally. amazing marketing, and then we get sick yep. and people don't know it's their food, it's their environmental stressors and the drugs. And so they keep taking them and feeding the system. So I just want you to know, yeah. I'm angry but happy. And <laughs> women, I mean, really, I have worked, just so we're clear for all the amazing men out there. I used to just work with men and then men and women. And then I moved in the direction of women. But please know everything I talk about absolutely applies to both, especially if you're a highly sensitive man. Now you're in my realm, okay? So people who come see me typically... 
they know they have an issue. <laughs> like if you're driving home right now and you're like, oh my God, that's, I know I have an issue. Nothing is working. And on a scale of zero to 10 of addiction, you're like at a seven to nine, meaning, you know, you don't want it. You say you're not going to have it. You have it. It's pretty much like a light switch. And all of a sudden you've morphed into someone else. And you're like, I said, I wouldn't eat it. And I'm on my second bowl of ice cream. I said, I wouldn't have a beer. And now I'm on my third one tonight. And I swear I'm not going to have it tomorrow. It's it, it, you, you, something morphs in you and you're no longer in control. That is who I work with. Unlike my husband who can eat one cookie and the thing can go bad in the cabinet. No, my people, your cookies don't go bad. Yeah. Your beer, your wine, it gets drunk. Yeah. And, um, you finish a bag of chips and you swore only five when you cracked it open. Right. That's a seven to 10. You're feeling out of control. And what's the catalyst for people? Do, do people, do you find that most people need to have some kind of life threatening scenario pop up before they transform or before they commit to this, you know, journey, which is such a, a narrative flip on their life from what that they previously, you know, yes. were living? Yes. I love that question. It's not always the case, but I find when we get to a level of consciousness, where we know something is outside of our control. And a lot of my women, I love them, like they're control freaks like me. Like you have a blessed life, everything works, but your body will not come back into balance. Hormones, it could be menopause. It could be you've had this yep. extra weight. You did everything the trainer said. You bought every <laughs> diet program on the planet. And you know what, Maddie? I think also they're almost at a level of pissed off where now they just want to be, they want to be in the know. Um, yeah. And a lot of times they have had cancer. They're afraid it's going to come back. Um, yeah. And so I am the last straw. And I'll take it that way because I deliver. You've had enough. You're tired of being sold, for lack of a better word, a bag of goods. And my track record for the last 16 plus years, a long time now, which is why I make people Google the work, right? It's not some fancy talk. It's what's your track record? So my track record is not only can I do it, but I have this, this, oh my gosh, I don't know, thousands and thousands and thousands of people that have also learned the method, the sugar freedom method, and then they get their life back. So it's a combination, but pretty much you're at a 10 with I'm done. I know I have an issue <laughs> and I know it's beyond my control and dear God, fix it now. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes total sense. Something um, when I was preparing to chat to you today, the popped up that I was like really curious to dig into was that, that you deal with people's blind spots. Now, obviously one of the, you know, most, I guess, transformational things that I've found in my own journey with clients as well is people becoming aware of things that they didn't know existed. And so I'm curious in your experience, what are these blind spots for people? That is such a great question. So I always say there's things you know, you know, the things you know you don't know. And then driving down the road, the truck says, you're in my blind spot, like move or I'll hit you, right? Because I yeah. can't see you. So I, that's why I use that analogy. So it depends on the woman or the person. And at the same time, people don't know that your gut being out of balance, you having had a less than optimal childhood, Addiction is in your family somewhere, whether it be, dare I say, porn, gambling, alcoholism, sugar, in my case, 
I have mental illness up the yin yang. God bless my family with my dad and, and other relatives. And so we are susceptible to these outside forces like what's in our food more than others. And if you happen to be like me, for those who know what an empath is, a high level empath who's highly sensitive to their environment, your environment affects you and, and your food and what's in it. And I don't mean just take out high fructose, corn syrup, blah, 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 because they've gotten so crafty, it's many things. And so when all of those pieces come together, oh, and you have to love your life. So there's a life coaching piece of this where I get yeah. you more addicted to loving your life than the food. And so yeah. I don't have a succinct answer. All those pieces together, the method addresses, your cravings subside because it's not just stabilizing blood sugar. It's not just drinking more water. It's not just eat more fruit. It's not just yeah. quit your job or start a new company. It, it's all of them. And I do it in 90 days. <laughs> So fun. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, something you mentioned in there was, you know, something that some stuff that happened at, in childhood. And, and this just comes up with everyone I speak to. And it's, you know, it's very much potentially a, a 2020 sort of millennials are always talking, my generation are always talking about, you know, childhood trauma and this type of thing and we're becoming really aware of it but I think a lot of the the listeners and, and, and a lot of the people that go on the quit sugar summit are sort of my parents generation and we're getting to this place where we're super informed about stuff that happened in childhood and starting to learn about you know using all of these substances in our life as a coping mechanism how after 50 60 70 years of coping a certain way you know do you even begin to start finding another coping mechanism or, or a healing mechanism? I love it. What a great question. So <laughs> I work with people typically between 45 and 65, mm -hmm. and I'm going to be 46 in a little bit. And so what works is that range because the body starts to fail and we start to wake up. But um, your question was, okay, so I believe we can heal past these issues, right? And I know therapy yep. and I'm not knocking it is its own thing. But if I have one more person come to me and say, I've been in therapy for 20 years and a couple of weeks with you, it was like transformative. It's because I don't believe yeah. in talking about what doesn't work. When you talk about what doesn't work, you get more of the same. So I'm very mm -hmm. mindful of how I coach, but I also believe, I'll say it again, we can heal past trauma yep. and we can heal past this. And when we do that and we put it behind us, then we can literally just live in the present moment. And so I don't know if there's a, an understanding or people have ever heard that you can heal past something. What I haven't seen us heal past yet is addiction. You can manage it. So I know how to manage my sugar addiction and my addictive just personality. I could probably be addicted to the white wall behind me. Um, <laughs> so I, I teach you how to manage it so that when the cravings come back or your yep. desire for A, B, or C, how do you do it different. And so it's through neurological rewiring that where people throw out, oh, change your habits. I actually can neurologically rewire with the help of the person who wants the help. And then, right, you know how when you're driving home and you're like, I don't know how I got home. I was listening to music, but I'm home, right? It's because neurologically you've dug a trench in your brain. You just know how to get home. You don't even have to yeah. be conscious of it. Well, what I do is with sugar, 
And with healing yourself, I neurologically just have new trenches I dig so that taking care of self and doing the things I teach become ingrained. So it's not you're on a diet, you're off a diet. Well, you're just living the sugar freedom method way. And it's been profound. It's been um, profound. So it's neurological rewiring and stuff. So picture this, right? Unlocking your potential, conquering emotional eating, and gaining insights directly from a health and nutrition expert such as myself. That's what we do inside the Healthy Mums Collective Facebook group, which is currently free to join. If you've ever felt trapped by food challenges, struggled with maintaining a healthy lifestyle, or yearned for a community that understands the reasons why you've yo-yo dieted for years, then there's a new chapter waiting to be written. And this is your chance to start writing it by joining us all on Facebook Lives, on engaging posts that push you out of your comfort zone and into growth, and Q&A sessions with me. All of this works as a platform to begin changing your emotional eating problems for good. Oh, and also, as a special gift, you receive my transformative How to Turn Food into Self-Confidence ebook. And that's also for free. I get it. Skepticism might linger. You might think, Maddie, I've heard these ads and I'm not sure. Well, at least a quarter of the members inside the Healthy Mums Collective Facebook group have been paying clients of my emotional eating program at some point over the last three or four years. So if you're not sure, you can post in the group and ask to find out if I'm the real deal or not. It's totally up to you. To join us in the free Healthy Mums Collective and to end your emotional eating and feel good in your own skin and begin that journey, pop down to the show notes below, click the link and breeze through three simple entry questions. Join today and let's embark on a journey of growth and empowerment. The link is in the show notes below. Yeah, what you're sharing there reminds me of something that um, I had did a podcast episode with Dr. Nasha Winters and she was talking about, you know, people, uh, cancer patients that, you know, are looking for this moment in time where they're like, I no, no longer have cancer and then they, the next chapter of their life begins and it really doesn't go like that and it's more about accepting who you are and then just thriving under those conditions and, and sort of, you know, thriving with your dark passenger as opposed to, you know, expecting that you'll just, you know, come out of a, a, a butterfly as a butterfly one day and, and life will just be totally different, you know, that tomorrow never comes kind of attitude. Um, so you've just got to, you know, really thrive under the conditions that you've been given and, and accept these parts of yourselves that, that, you know, may be there forever. And it's just learning to work with them better. 100% and forgiveness. So forgiveness and gratitude are part of my secrets in the method. Forgiveness yeah. and gratitude. Forgiveness and gratitude. Totally. On top if, of you judge, spend, <laughs> if you're judging yourself the whole time, then you know it's never going to go well. You're going to keep punishing yourself. People might hear that and say, oh my God, that makes sense. How do I do it? Well, I teach you in real time how to not do it. Um, a lot yeah. of times there's patterns and things that run us, yeah, or triggers. We all know those in-laws with all due respect or a spouse or someone, usually family, people we love the most, they trigger us and then we're like a bull and we just see red and then we just yeah. go to the drink or go to the cookies or to soothe ourselves. And I think that my generation, because I'm not a millennial, I'm a little older than a millennial, but that 70s and 80s, uh, 60s, 70s, some 80s, um, we didn't learn how to soothe. And so what we get is we'll just go biochemistry quick since I, I was my degree in college. Um, you get, you're looking for this dopamine hit to bring you back up when you're feeling down. And so sugar and chips and wine and carbs and bread and all these things that make us feel better temporarily, but hurt us. Yeah. And I'm not saying, by the way, we can't have that stuff. I have it too. But when you're not feeling well, that is not the time to have it. It's to have it in moderation when you're healed. And I teach yeah. that. 
But I bring it up because we get hits from that. And then it's like Pavlov's dog, right? Ring a bell, yeah. feed the dog something, he drools. Well, then you start ringing a bell, you're upset. And then you'll just go to the sweets, right? And, and, and your brain will be triggered. So I, I, I break that pattern. And I teach you how to have healthy dopamine hits. So literally, I retrain the brain because dopamine is a very, very, very strong um, piece of addiction. Yeah. That's one so. piece of um, one piece that you touched on there about like triggers and cues in in sort of the anatomy of a habit. Yes. It's one thing that drives me crazy about conventional diet culture and, and particularly the eighties and nineties. Um, yeah. And you know, I educate my own clients on this in like week one because. The trigger is always going to be there. Like we can't run away from triggers the rest of our life. And conventional diet culture just says, pretend the trigger didn't happen. Like, and it's like the triggers are going to happen forever. And you might be able to ignore them for 12 weeks or three weeks or five weeks. But after that, they all coming back with a vengeance. And so, uh, yeah, I I do the same thing. Like work with reprogramming those pathways because they ain't going away. No, I love, love, love that, which is why women come see me. It's I've tried everything else. Why does your stuff work? And I'm like, well, do the research. Research my yeah. work because I'm not here to prove anything, number one. And number two, it's because I reprogram. And so when your brain starts to heal from being off sugar, you can't even imagine Rich sitting here right now for those who are not judging it. Might be eating a granola bar or something on the way home from work or a slice of pizza. I remember when I used to travel to New York City, I'd grab a quick slice of pizza on the way home with a beer. Don't judge yeah. it, but just know when the brain heals from eating better stuff and dealing with stress differently and all the stuff Maddie and I are talking about, you don't actually crave the stuff the way you did. You- yeah. I need to let people to take that in. Let's say it one more time together. You actually don't crave stuff the way you did. And that is the magic when a woman says, oh my God, I was out and I didn't have French toast for breakfast with the family or I passed up the glass of wine out with my girlfriends and I still had an amazing time because yeah. I just didn't want to feel like garbage tomorrow, Jen. And I know right now it's not good for me. And so you just re- re- reprogrammed and better food choices. Um, and they don't feel that left outness because we teach that. You don't have to be left out. Have fun other ways. Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm really curious, um, and I've asked a few people this question because I'm just—it's—it's it's an interesting point of conversation. And but knowing the amount of technology and evolutionary psychology and scientific research and millions of dollars that goes into the marketing, the brain scans, and the technology and research to addicting, to purposely addicting our dopamine-driven pathways, our evolutionary biology pathways, like to these types of foods and to these brands and to these packagings, do you think that we're fighting a losing battle? Like, because we've got a a whole planet of fat, sick and nearly dead people and it's arguably the marketing, right? It's convincing us of these narratives and, and, you know, 2020 was a, was a, you know, a version of proving that the world will follow whatever they're told. (laughs) Hashtag rabbit hole. But, but back to the, (laughs) back to, back, back to the sugar, sugar marketing. Like, do you think we're fighting a losing battle? Like, what do you think needs to be done Uh. there? So I'm an eternal optimist at fault, by fault, yep. by default, whatever you want to call it. So the answer is absolutely not. It's never a losing battle. I believe the yep. hundredth monkey happens and there's a tipping yep. point. I also believe when I teach one person, they teach the husband, the wife, the spouse, the dog, the friend, the this, the that, and that um, 
And then our thoughts will go to the woo for a second, add to the consciousness of the planet. So every person that I help, I've added one more person to tip. And I believe once you're awake, you can't go back to sleep. And so it's our job, which is why I'm so grateful I'm on this podcast with you today, is that, you know, it's our job to reach as many people as possible so that the tipping point happens. Because if you think about it, man, I'm a woman, I birthed three kids. My kids cannot be duped. They know, (laughs) they laugh, they'll eat it sometimes, and they know what they're in for, and they'll mention it to their friends. And so if we can have every woman giving birth do this, we affect in the most positive way the future generations. So I'm going to say there is a tipping point, 100th monkey. I'm not going to stop. I mean, I'm not even halfway through my life yet, and I have a really big mouth. (laughs) So I'm going to do whatever it takes. And we do need to keep educating. It is getting slipperier and more tricky. Yeah. Everywhere I look, it's just tricky. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. Unfortunately, yeah, there's people, amazing humans on the earth like you um, that are helping inform and be a part of that educational sort of, you know, consciousness, I think is a a perfect word because, yeah, once you know, you can't unknow. Um, And then it might take a few years before you take action and that awareness just kind of grows in the back of your mind to the point that you're like, you know, I'm so aware now that I have to do something. And and I think a, a lot of people go on a journey that's a couple of years long because there's so much to learn. Like we've been programmed one way for our entire lives and told one thing. And so, you, you know, you go through that phase of being like, yes. hang on, is that right? Like, I, but I believe this and this feels right, but I'm confused. And so all of this collection of information and then, you know, they end up on the Quit Sugar Summit or listening to this podcast or that's whatever right. it might be. That's right. Well said. Yeah. I can't think any other way. I'm with you. I can't. (laughs) That's awesome. I'm glad. Um, The other thing I want to talk about after a crazy 2020 of, you know, just whatever the fuck that was. um, (laughs) I'm curious. I'm curious if you could share with people how does sugar impact the immune system? God, I was going to create a t-shirt. I'll wear a mask <laughs> if you stop eating sugar. Oh, I love that. Not because not I'm an a-hole or anything because you curse, so I feel the, the need. I'm a little bit of a curse when appropriate, grown, <laughs> you know, born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. But um, I wanted to develop shirts. Like, I'll wear a mask if you stop, you know, drinking soda. Yeah. I'll wear a mask if you put the chips down. I mean, my kids know now when we eat it. I'm like, oh, you're screwed for four hours. Where are we going? And it's a joke, but it's not. And Mike will probably tell me I might be off, but I swear like a teaspoon of sugar and check the stats on this paralyzes your immune system for about four hours. And so people eat teaspoons and teaspoons and teaspoons because four grams equals one teaspoon. Yeah. So you do the math on what 24 grams of sugar will do to your immune system. It destroys it, which then makes you susceptible to what is out there. Sugar is just highly inflammatory. It's where, can I say it? Cancer is where everything breeds, lives in this soup of inflammation. And cane sugar, check the stats on this, is like number one on top of vegetable oils and a bunch of other stuff that inflames our bodies. It's literally legalized poison. I call it the most socially acceptable legalized drug. It's almost not cool not to eat it. Like, Chad, you look great. You're fantastic. You're healthy. Have a bite. I'm like, dude, I don't want that today. And I'm not feeling 100%. And it was COVID. 
Yeah. And like, do you want me to catch stuff? Because it really does paralyze the immune system. And for those who don't know, like the immune system is your first defense, your defense when a virus comes in, right? When something comes in, because I do believe, and you can correct me if you don't agree, that there's viruses and things everywhere all the time. Totally. Invading Absolutely. Us. But we don't, knock on wood, ever go to the doctor. My kids, it's really, really cool. Ever. We just don't. Yeah. Because I handle a virus. They get sick for two days. High fever, burns off. Kids are good. Mom's like medicine man of the century. So <laughs> we don't ever get sick. Why? Because they eat chips. They have ice cream NFL day. My son wants to order Subway, but he hated it. Said he didn't feel good. He doesn't want it anymore. And why? Because the method works. Yeah. You start to think for yourself, well, it doesn't make me feel good. So it kills your immune system. And that is when invaders come in and your body starts to age. Yeah. People say, I don't understand why I'm aging. Well, your food is aging you because you're highly inflamed. And I get sick every winter. Well, you get sick every winter because your immune system's low. Yeah. And these foreign bodies that are here are really getting you in the winter months when it's cold. Okay. Resistance goes down and you get killed. One of my biggest claims to fame is I had a woman work with me who gets sick. She gets the flu. She was the chief operating officer of a company. Oh my gosh. 18 years ago when I quit my day job in the city Mm -hmm. at a nonprofit. And I said, you work with me and you won't get the flu this winter. That was brave. It was like my first year in business, right? What was I thinking? And um, just real quick, she didn't get the flu. Her menopause was incredible. She didn't have hot flashes. And it was because we did the things, she did the things I teach. We boosted her immune system. We got out the process stuff. We reduced her stress at work a little bit. Mm-hmm. And her immune system did its job. And the chick didn't get the flu or nasal stuff or bronchitis, or sinus. She didn't get any of it. I was like, yes. Yeah, that's amazing. I'll stay in business one more year. <laughs> Yeah, and I love your the whole T-shirt idea. Totally, like if you know, I feel the same. You know, I'll wear a mask. I'll wear a mask when you stop poisoning yourself and you know, down the coke. Totally, <laughs> and and that that again, like you said before, you know, that goes without judgment because people are obviously in these rabbit holes of food consumption 100%. and food addiction as a result 100%. of so many different things, and and there's been 100%. so many triggers in the last twelve months for people to begin uh, developing a problem in that area. Um, but I agree with your underlying message, which is that there are greater problems to solve than wearing a mask will ever solve. <laughs> yes. Anyway, where well, can everyone find you online? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay. So I always say, well, first of all, you can find me on social media. Yep. I'm Jen, J-E-N-N-E-D-D-E-N everywhere. Yep. So I am Jen Eden. Insta, LinkedIn, Facebook. I've got a, a woman's group. You could message me and say Maddie's podcast. It's a free public group, Woman Unleashed Community. Yep. Um, you can get me through my website. It's a little different. It's jecoaching.com. There, I've got a download of my book if you wanted a free copy or a copy of my book on Amazon. But those two places are great, social media or website, jecoaching.com. Yep. And hit me up. I'll always answer. Always. Yeah, wonderful. And just say Maddie's podcast. Yep. And for everyone listening, if you've loved this episode and you love Jen and how could you not, take a screenshot, share it with a friend, put it into your social media stories and tag us both. Um, Jen, all of your links and handles for everybody will be down in the show notes below. Thank um, you. And one thing I love to wrap up with is what is one thing that you wish more people knew about in the health world? Oh, great question. So I always say first answer, right answer. That when we get ourselves out of our own way, our body is healing. 
So all we have to do is get ourselves out of the way and the body will heal. And, and people don't realize that. They think external things heal us. Yeah. But my job and Maddie's job and everyone who really does this work with high integrity, we know people heal through us. Mm-hmm. We're not the reason. So please get out of your own way and let your body do its thing because it's dying to do it. Yeah, I love that. Get out of your own way, guys. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, Jen, thanks so much for being on the show. I love your energy. I love your vibe. And hopefully we can get you back soon. Let's do it. Thank you. Thank you. Wonderful. We'll catch you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. If you love this episode and health information is your thing, then please consider subscribing to the show. And when you're done, head over to iTunes, Google Podcast, or whichever app you use. And we'd be grateful if you could leave us a five-star rating and write a review sharing your opinion on the show as it really helps the podcast grow. Thanks so much and I'll see you on the next episode. Whilst the presenter that feature on this podcast endeavour to provide accurate information, it cannot possibly take into account your individual circumstances, and therefore the content on this podcast provided by any of the speakers is not intended as advice in any way for any individual, and should not be a replacement for professional medical or health advice of any nature. Always seek advice regarding your personal situation from a qualified medical professional.